What's up, guys? How's it going? Welcome back to another episode of Sitting Ringside. My name is Robert, and as always, with me is Arlo Jumper. How's it going, brother? Good, brother. How are we doing tonight? Oh, uh, you know, doing the same old, same old. Every, every time. <laughs> same, yes, bad time, same bad channel. <laughs> and as always, want to give a shout out to Rudy, uh, president of Five Book MMA, always making this happen for us every Thursday night. Thank you, sir. Yo, yo, what's up, man? Chilling, brother, chilling. Before we start off the show, um, I do want to give my condolences and everybody here at Fight Book MMA our condolences to our good friend, Katie Collins. Um, she did pass away um, through complications. And uh, so, you know, she was really cool to talk to. Um, once in a great while, we would talk about fighting and uh about her adventures with uh, Bellator and fighting in the LFA. So um, condolences goes out to her, to her family, to her friends, and, uh, you know, during this difficult time. Um, so to start off the show, we have our recap on the main and co-main of ESPN Plus 17. Uh, we're also going to uh, give our predictions from the main and co-main for this Saturday's event. Um talk about Valor Bare Knuckle on their premier event. Um, and then uh, also we're going to have Carlos Kramer, um, a badass in the ring. He is a ring announcer for Brave Combat and for Epic Fighting. Um, can't wait to talk to him. He's been a longtime friend of uh, mine and a huge supporter of Fightbook MMA. Um, so, you know, it'll be fun to talk to him. And also we have... Uh, our team is going to be busy this weekend. Um, I will be covering Southwest, fight, uh, Southwest MMA Series uh, 29. David, uh, another uh, uh, Five Book MMA team, he's going to be out in Clovis uh, covering uh, Force of One Championship number seven with our matchmaker. Uh, it's Christopher Cook, who is our photographer as well. So that's pretty badass. And then... Um, our VP of Fightbook MMA, Emmett Glenn, he's going to be covering Bellator out in Dublin. So Dublin. Busy, busy, busy weekend for us at Fightbook MMA this weekend, man. Dude, that's what's up, man. It's, I'm excited that we're, like, global. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's so dope, dude, that we're in Dublin, Ireland right now. We're going to cover shit. Yeah, man. We also have, uh, you know, he covers out in the any, any most of the time he's able to cover out in the UK area. So, you know, that's always fun. You know, he'll be able to cover. He covers uh, KSW as well. Um, he, he couldn't this last time because he had a, a doctor's uh, emergency appointment. So but that's OK. I mean, there's always going to be other events for him to cover. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I have a team out in Mexico, bro. That covers events for us out there since once in a great while. Yeah, man. Um, that's, so. uh, that, that's not stereotypical at all. <laughs> <laughs> three, three brown dudes on a show. We also got one in Mexico. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Why I'm not? Out of here. I'm out of here. All right, hang up. <laughs> Sitting ringside is <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah, I'm like. I was like, yeah, that's that's uh pretty good there, Bardo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not surprising. Everybody's like, yeah, we expected that. 
<laughs> All right, man. So let's go ahead and get started on on the recap for Fight Night 157 or UFC on ESPN Plus 17, however uh-huh. you want to call it. Uh-huh. Um, let's start off with the with the co-main, bro. Uh, Carlos Barza versus Alexa Grasso. <sighs> Obviously, people Grasshole. Gonna... Grasshole. Grasshole. <laughs> Oh, fucking Rudy with his names. <laughs> so, I, I like him. I like him. It's easier to pronounce that way. Right? So I was going to say, you know, obviously everybody was going for Alexa just because she's Mexican and they fought out in Mexico. Yep. But as I predicted and uh, Rudy predicted, and I believe David and, uh, well, both Davids from last week, uh, we all said that Carla was going to win. Um she didn't win the way we thought she was going to win, but she still came out with the W. Still pulled it out. Uh-huh. A lot of people still said that, you know, it should have gone to Alexa. But in my opinion, I still believe that Carla still uh, did enough. Pulled that, 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 pulled, yeah, she did enough to win the, the, the match. Yep. Um, it wasn't Absolutely. like anything that it was like a dominant performance. No. Nope. She still did what she had to do to win. And and most of the people that said Alexa won was probably ones that are probably her fans. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, if, if if I was a big fan of her, I would say, oh, yeah, she won it. You, you could make an argument, but it's not a very valid argument. Most of that's just an emotional response from a lot of her fan base. You know, no, I, I totally agree. Uh, she didn't do enough to win that fight. Yeah, no, I mean, she did have some good shots. She did, you know, she, but she did what follow, she had, but she didn't, yeah, she, she didn't, didn't follow, follow through. Up the, she didn't follow up the big shots when she landed. She didn't, uh, they weren't like game changing big shots where you saw the whole momentum shift. They were just a, ooh, that's it, mm-hmm. you know. And to the fans, that wins rounds. But to a judge, that was just, that was a good shot. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. like, I, like we said, she, she just didn't do enough to, to pull, out, pull out the victory Saturday. No, yeah. I agree 100%. You know, and then even though with the, in round three, you know, at the very end, um, the final couple minutes or so, um, Alexa was landing some good shots. She did um, startle Carla. She mm-hmm. she. You know, she had that opportunity to finish her, but she didn't do it. It was just desperation because she knew she lost the first two. It was desperation that she's like, uh, she hit that final minutes of round round three and said, oh, shit, I haven't done nothing. Here we go. And by then, it's too late. I don't care if you wobble her. I don't care if you, like you said, yeah, she stunned her, but she didn't follow it. It was just yep. a woo, and you got you got to, you got to attack on those woo hits. You know you can't just let them off the hook, and that's what she did. She let her off the hook, and it costed her. You know, yeah. And like I said, the only reason she cranked up the volume in, in round three in the last two minutes because it was just desperation. She knew she didn't do enough round one and two. Yeah, and you could yeah, tell, no. you, you could tell by the end of the fight, her body language says she didn't win it. <laughs> yeah, even even though she had her hands up, like saying, "Yeah, I got this, I got this," it, it just it's yeah, it, 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 it's it's she's just putting she's just putting a face, trying yep. to get you know the crowd to to, yep. to stick with her because yep. she's fighting at her hometown. So yeah, gotta try to keep everybody happy. But yeah, no, totally. Like yeah, you put your hands up, but you there's just an energy you see out of it. 
mm-hmm. you know, a different energy. When you know you won and you're just saying, I hope I won because it's my hometown. True. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, I mean, did she fight? I mean, she fought all right. You cranked it up the last two minutes. You should have fought that way the whole time and you would have won it. She probably could have knocked her out if she'd have done that from round one on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, too, like I said, she could have finished the fight in the round three when she startled her. Yep. Um, but she didn't she didn't uh, attack. There oh. was no it was just all right. I'm going to just keep keep in front of her. And yeah. doing that, she let Carla recoup. Yep. And, and that's the do thing. enough to where she was protecting herself. Yep. And then, you know, I don't I don't know if that was from her training. Uh, lack of training or lack of conditioning or something, but it wasn't there. That, it wasn't there Saturday night to go off and, and have that killer instinct. You know, yep. I mean, you li- you live and you learn in your fights, definitely. But that's that that's a tough one. I don't care if you're out of shape, uh, under trained. You should still have that killer instinct to go that extra, extra, especially at that level. So I, I don't know. I don't know if she was just off her game. Off, off something Saturday, but yeah, like I said, nah, she lost. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no argument, no argument. Yeah, so but you know, Carla, um, you know, she won for you know a decision victory, which was, in my opinion, a very good decision victory. Absolutely, and uh, Absolutely. you know, let's see who they put in front of her next. What was up with that um, crowd, dude? That crowd was pissed off that night. They were tossing beers at her. Um, they got crazy on the uh, main event too. They were insane. Near Mexico, that's that's what it is. Yeah, man, it, it's it's just that Mexican crowd. You know, they got it's that a, brown a, pride, man, and it's, it's like a different breed. It's a different yeah, breed, man, you man. you gotta, dude. I should know, man. I grew up there. Yeah. <laughs> Berto won <Yeah>. that crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I was the one that threw the first bottle. Yeah, I was like, shit, that's Berto right there. <laughs> <laughs> El Jefe is just standing there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I just have my arms crossed. Just chunking bottles. Just boy. chilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, it, it's it's a different world down there, man. When they, you know, they're they get they get they they play by their own rules down there. Mm-hmm. And that that's the other thing you got to watch out for, you know. And things like that starts riots real quick. And they learned and a valuable lesson. Yep. And it's not just in fighting. I mean, soccer. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's just, it's crazy. Crazy, Yeah, it's crazy. wild down there, man. I mean, like I said, uh, it that the way that crowd responded with that, it could have went easily Bo, uh, uh, Bo Galata style fucking riot like it was at the Garden where the whole crowd was just fighting. Yep. I mean, so hopefully UFC learned a thing or two up the security, up the youth of the security, because I mean that crowd's going to get. Because the thing is, is they got away with it once. What do you think they're going to do? Mm-hmm. The thing is, you know, you can't let people get away with shit like that when you're yeah, running man. the show, because yep. then, like I said, it, it gets easier next time. Then they push more limits. Then they push yep. more limits. Next thing you know, they're going to be down there in a show, and a whole riot's going to break out. Yep. Very true, brother. Very true. Now, <clears throat> all right. Jair versus Jeremy. It only lasted 15 freaking seconds. Oh, that was bullshit, dude. 
so okay, so I watched I, I watched three videos at three different angles on your ears eye poke. I didn't see an eye poke. I didn't see that his fingers actually even touched the eye that Jeremy Stevens is saying that yeah, you're touched. Uh-huh. It, 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 there's a there's there's different angles where he barely touched his nose and it pushed down on his bottom lip. Never went on his uh left side. It only went on his right, but it didn't even uh-huh. touch his eye. Uh-huh. So he, he I know, I know a lot of people are going to be like, well, you don't know. You're not an eye doctor, blah, blah, blah. I've been in the medical field for 18 years. I know what I'm talking about. Well, and it, and what, I saw, I, what I saw, <laughs> what I saw on there, on those videos, I don't see it. Now, where's the picture of him in the hospital? Where's Jeremy Stevens' picture showing, yeah, look, he tore my cornea or he ripped it or my eye is red. This or is what he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did my retina detached or whatever. There, I haven't seen any pictures floating around. And, and I'll tell you what, coming just from a knucklehead's point of view, uh, and what I mean is being in the streets fighting, I've jammed my thumb in a dude's eye before, as far as I could jam it, because I was getting the crap beat out of me. <laughs> and <laughs> anytime you thumb a, an eyeball that bad, or poke an eyeball bad enough where they got to stop it, it's going to start showing swelling like that. And there was no visible marks to it. There was no, uh, I seen, I, I only watched one video and it was like a close up angle where the hand, and I seen, I seen the same thing. Like it didn't touch him. I saw mm-hmm. what you seen, the nose and the lip. And what I don't get is, uh, like you were saying, I mean, I, you don't have to be a doctor be able to see where it went, where his hand was. You don't you don't have to be an eye specialist to say, oh, I mean, I've never I've never been hit in the nose and it uh make my eyeball, you know, mess up. Might blur my yeah. vision a little. Might blur my vision a little, but I've never been hit in the nose and it makes me have to stop because my vision was impaired. <laughs> True. So, no, he, he got totally eye poked, dude. His eyeball was like on the dude's finger. Just pulled it right out like a like a meatball. <laughs> yeah, it was like a fatality, man. Come on, like a like, like a shish kebab, like a shish kebab. Get over it, dude. Get over it. You know yeah. it's a lie, Roberto. <laughs> yeah, no, Whatever. I seen the, I, I seen the same okay. thing. So so, what about all these eye pokes that Jones have done to the to these uh, other fighters? They still continue to fight, and you mm-hmm. can clearly see the finger going way inside the dude's eyeball. Yep. And those guys are still fighting. Yep. I mean, they may, they, come may on. Complain, they may complain about it at the moment, but they still continue to fight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my take was Stevens probably got in there, realized he wasn't ready, took the quickest scapegoat he could get out of there. Uh, either wasn't in shape, undertrained, something. Just got in there and realized he did not want to be in there at that moment. That it was going to turn. I I think I think certain things like this, like this kind of fight, should be able to be reviewed right then. They got enough technology. Because well, because I thought you know, it, I thought it 
the replay is going to be an effect on this on this card, unless Mexico doesn't, uh, you know, are using the new rules. But I mean, yeah, I don't agree. They sure. He <laughs> doesn't agree at all. <laughs> I mean, like I said, something like that should be able to be in effect right then. Uh, because what's bad is, you know, when they're talking about it, the, the replays are on the jumbo screens up above. So the fans are watching the same mm-hmm. shit we watched on those, on those replays. Yep. That, that, that's probably damn near why Riot broke out. You ain't lying, bro. You ain't lying. Actually, um, you guys are lying. Y'all are lying bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, look, I know you're a Yair hater, and I know you don't like him. I, I know you're. I don't, a... I don't hate Yair. I like him, dude. I like him a lot. I didn't like him after that. <laughs> Wall. Hey, did, and and they got rescheduled too. Their fight, didn't they? Yeah, it's, already, uh, yeah, it's it, coming up in October, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Yair better just knock this fool out, like, in, like, one round. I mean, yeah. He... Because right now, that dude, Steven's won a, won a fucking Oscar. Oh, did you see what, did. what he did to him in the uh, the hotel afterwards? He slapped Yair in the face. No. Really? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll tag you guys for a while. And show okay. Him. Smacked them right wow. in the face and they pulled them apart. Yeah, you're really didn't do anything to them. What a bitch! You had your moment to do it, and you fake an eye injury, and then see him at the hotel. I guess obviously he wasn't at the hospital. <laughs> it wasn't bad enough for his. Yeah, eye he, he had his eye patched up, and then they started having words, and then he just reached out and smacked them. Yeah, he really didn't react. <laughs> it was like, wow, you called that a slap? <laughs> oh my god, I had such a that was a better fight man. than the uh the the actual fight. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bitch slapping contest in the hotel was better than the actual fight. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's shitty, man. That is I, I hope the I'm ready to see the rematch. I am. Me too. I'm ready to see the I want them to actually fight longer than 15 seconds. I think I think Yair cussing out Bisping was uh, more entertaining. Yeah, yeah, he was pissed. He I, was I pissed. I disagree with how he handled that with the because it wasn't no nothing Bisping can do or you know heat of the moment. He didn't know who was next to him. He probably didn't even realize it was Bisping that was. Touching him, you know, to to do the interview, um, um, so he was just pretty pissed off. Yeah, um, I, I I see the point. I see the point. It's just a tough one, man. That's a tough one. I don't know, but, man. I I just don't think the the way he grazed his his eye was enough to to stop the fight. No, I don't either. Now, you know, it'd have been different if you'd have seen the actual cornea tear or, you know, if, if he had fingernails, which you don't. You have to cut that before the fight if you do. I mean, but his hands were like this. 
Yeah, they weren't so like there, this. No, yeah, they were nothing, flat. There was nothing poking, and just barely touched him. Barely, he was like petting him. He pet his face. Hey, uh, he pet his face. Gary wants to know what the hell are you guys watching. He uh, he agrees that uh, Steven's got his eye poked. Oh please, <laughs> Gary. He, he, he's a Stevens fan. He's a Stevens fan. <laughs> I don't even like Jeremy Stevens, bro. But he's not the kind of guy that's gonna throw a fight. Well, it sure looked like it Saturday. Nobody, nobody is till they do it. And then to go at the hotel and bitch slap you a year. <laughs> I mean, I've been talking shit. Well, I mean. <laughs> I tell you what, I would have I, I would have took that other eye right then. <laughs> that motherfucker would have been flying home with two eye patches. He's been bitch slapping me in the, in the hotel. <laughs> Cause you know he ain't seeing this side. He ain't seeing out of that left side. I'm gonna throw a lot of rides if he begging for a left, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, 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 I I've seen I've bad. seen worse, man. I've seen worse. I mean, and then yeah. you're fighting too, and you know, you get punched in the face, you get punched in the eyes, you're getting elbowed. I mean, this is what you do for a living. And for you to get pet on the face and you're calling it the a knife poke. Here, Come here's on, how man. Here, here's why I'll say it wasn't that bad because how quick they remade the fight because it's going down in october yeah, right exactly there, there's, your you there's your answer retina, yeah there's your answer he could continue a detached retina, you will not be fighting this year now, at all if, if you had a detached retina a uh like any kind of damage to the cornea to any of that stuff you're not fighting in october there, there's your answer. There was no real visible damage. You didn't see anything. Uh, you didn't see anything. Uh, you didn't see it swell up. He had an eye patch on in the bar. So, fuck, whatever. I'm tired of him. <laughs> I'm already tired of him. Well, I hope he gets his ass beat in October. I, I, if, if I was if I was your ear, I would come out with an eye patch on. <laughs> Every time I came out. Press conferences and everything. I come out with an eye patch, <laughs> just to piss him off. Just, just to, to piss, piss him off. off. Every time I come out with an eye patch and switch eyeballs. Every time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute! But your left eye was patched. No, man, it was my right. Yeah. I'd Ten minutes later, when we, got, when, when we get when we get to the press conference, I'd be like, "Hey, put me on the right. Put him on the. Put him on my right side." Or put me on his, put me on his right side so he can see me. <laughs> I'll be a dick. I can't handle that, dude. I can't handle that. You, you, you got pet. You got pet on the face and called the fight. Own it. Yeah. Own it. You didn't want to be in there. <laughs> Don't care. Don't care. Oh shit. I, so we, I we, guess we we're going to. to... Yeah. Let's let's go. Let's go. I'm I'm done talking about. It. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll wait until October and see how his eye is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think we're gonna get Carlos on here in a minute. Um or right now. Uh are we gonna get him on now, Rudy? Yeah, I'm just waiting for him to join and send him a quest. So let's okay. go ahead and talk about 18 while we're waiting. All right. 
so now we have uh, Jack Hermanson against Jared Conyer. Um, and then we have the co-main Mark Madsen uh, against Danilo Danilo Bueyuardo. Oh, there he is. I was like, yeah, hey. I can't pronounce that name. What's going on, Carlos? How's it going, brother? Good. How are you, my man? I'm hey, good. I'm good. Right yes. on, right on. Well, everybody, let me welcome Carlos Kramer, um, a badass, a true gentleman, a really, really good friend of Five Book MMA and a good friend of mine. Um, he is a ring announcer for Brave Combat Federation, uh, one of the best organizations that I have the pleasure to be reporting for, and also for Epic Fighting Championship, which they are based out in California as well. Um, Carlos, welcome to the show, man. It's an honor to have you on. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome to finally be able to talk to you face-to-face, uh, -face, because we've only talked to it through text. everything. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that, man. So, Carlos, um, talk to you uh, ventured into being a uh, ring announcer. I started, I've always, since the FC, I've always been fascinated uh, with mixed martial arts. So I was a major in college. I played, uh, got really badly there and have had like 11 knee surgery. That. But um, I ventured into mixed martial arts many, many years, uh, working the fights over there that they had. My first beginner country was Nelson. And from there, I started commentating fights. Then was with many different organizations. And then Epic had an opportunity years ago to get cage and just started that. It was a natural. I love to uh, add the interview, value, factored fights as well, you know, make them as exciting as possible. And uh, it's an incredible fit from there. That's awesome. And uh, how did you uh, get the opportunity to join Brave? It was uh, a really uh, very fortunate that I was able to. I have a podcast. I had a podcast. Nolo Hernandez, great money. Mm -hmm. Academy, 10th Planet, you know, uh, San and he was on my show along with Alex Soto. And Alex Soto fell from San Diego Combat Academy and 10th Planet, a Bellator fighter, fighter. And I had them on my show after the show. Hey, who do you guys have in the cage? Brave. And uh, they said, you know what? We really don't have any. Lot of heard from right at three years. Incredible. 
That's awesome. I remember the first time um, that I've heard about Brave was through Manolo. He uh, uh, he actually he texted so he posted something on Facebook to you know promoting Brave. Then that's when I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to see what Brave is all about. So I went on there and I went on their YouTube channel. I did a quick write up, not knowing anything about Brave, but I did whatever research <laughs> I could find. I did a little mini article. I grabbed the, the link from the live feed on their YouTube channel and posted it on Fightbook MMA. Next thing you know, like an hour later, everybody's watching the fights on the website. They're watching Brave. Everybody's like, who is Brave? And, you know, I was getting messages. I'm like, dude, how did you get in touch with Brave? Like, how, what, this and that? And I was like, I, I have no idea who Brave is. All I know their intro and the way they, um, uh, show coming into the cage, I was blown away. And since then, I became a fan. Um, and then when I realized that you were their cage announcer, that's when I was like, okay, there's something special going on with Brave. There's there's something's good going to come out of this promotion. And since then, uh, Manolo hooked me up with uh, um, with Lucas and with Hari. And that's how I was able to get, uh, you know, other information from Brave. And that's how I'm part of now their uh, email list to get all their information and publish it on the website. So um, three, three years now. Um, yeah, thank you, sir. You know, three years is it, it went by pretty fast. Um, and I'm still enjoying promoting Brave. I appreciate all your work. Uh, you, you really public up to date, especially the. Brave is a global ocean that uh, looks at it's changed in different years the landscape, the mixed market, the artscape, helping the world at the same time. While it, does, um, I look at myself kind of as hey, as a peace ambassador. As well, we're going into a country that you sometimes aren't very welcoming, but. Mm -hmm. and, um, are going into these countries having phenomenal events, showcasing their fighters economy as we help them out uh, business well. We're not just an that wants to go to a country, do a show, and we're on. Go to a country, we want to make that last impact on the country that we're a lifelong brother and friend. These are things that Brave does. Uh, you and it, also, one thing I do want to add that Brave is boots in fighters better than any other organization. And I think we should take a second and talk about that because a lot of organizations out there, they may have great fighters and great fights. If you're not promoting your way that they be on that platform, country, um, you're not doing it right. And look at Brave. are dedicated to promoting these fighters that their brand that they get a much value in the window in life that they have to fight they can do other things after fighting as well yeah and i see that i see that um, a lot with uh, you know how brave promotes their fighters um you know uh one uh 
one of Brave's uh, fighters we had on the show a while back was uh, Jose Shorty Torres. And uh, I love Jose. Yeah. So we had him on the show and, uh, you know, he we asked him, you know, what's the difference between how you were treated at the U in the UFC and how you're being treated with Brave? And he said night and day. It's night and day and how he's being treated, um, how he's getting paid, which is one big thing that I've always um, had my my heart on was is the, the pay for these fighters. Yep. Not a lot of organizations pay their fighters. And, and when Jose said, they pay me very well, and I'm very happy, they promote me very well, and they treat me very well. And, you know, and that's what I love. And I love that Brave is doing that. And I love that they um, promote their entire roster the way they do. It's just phenomenal. I love it. And that's why I'm always going to be a huge supporter of Brave. Thank you, bro. Uh, you know, it, it really is refreshing. And it, it, it you know, make your business. So it's just, uh, you know, by taking it tighter into the brave family, you know, we're taking it and his And um, it's what blueprint should be for everybody, but, you know, not a lot of that force and aren't doing it. So, you know, it's different. Brave also different philosophy too. I remember after Brave won, when uh, Brave President Muhammad Shaqib Hawk, who's the hardest working man in MMA today, won't find a harder go. Interviewed him afterwards. Next one, said, uh, "You know, how do you feel if you guys don't sell enough tickets? Uh, if you don't sell enough merchandise down the road, what do you? How do you feel if you're not getting, you know, enough?" Uh, a business activity going and enough revenue. In. And he, his answer was great. He said, uh, we are not in this uh, to make money right now. And we're, we don't, we're not concerned with that. Concerned making the global imprint landscape of mixed martial arts. That was it. Hard to somebody that that is their focus, right? And they're not worried about other things. They've been able to blow up the right way. And Absolutely. Now, yeah. And now everything is coming in well. So, you know, we've all got to thank um, that I have the honor and privilege His Highness Sheikh Khalid bin Hamad al-Khalid, Prince of Bahrain. This is his vision, his support. Everything we do is because of him. And um, he is uh, a 30-year-old man is the leader of a country, but he competes in MMA, competes in boxing, started with uh, the Hawk Shaheed, AHK MMA, which mm -hmm. is, you know, from following those guys too, these guys are a group of absolute killers. They are. And they are they brought, beasts. They brought in Elder Elderoff, then brought in, you know, all the incredible Russian fighters, any from Dagestan, mm -hmm. including, you know, and house these guys, fed them, you know, took care of all their expenses as just a time fighters. And now these guys rising to the top as we're getting more and more guys in KMMA as well. 
And I tell you, on a couple of cards, we've had uh, like six Dagestani fighters on the card, and all of them won. And just convincing, convincingly, viciously. <laughs> uh, so the world does need to be on notice that guys are rising to the top. And uh, they are, they are hard, hardcore, to say the least. Yep. No, they are, man. Those guys are, are, are excellent on their, uh, uh, you know, their ground game. You know, their wrestling is just awesome to watch. So, yeah, you know, everybody needs to keep an eye on those fighters. Um, you know, and like you said, you know, Brave, I love what Brave's mission is, you know, is to help the fighters, to help the community, um, to help the cities that they're putting these events. Uh, because you can see it. You can see the crowd. You can see the excitement um, that a lot of these fighters um, come in when they're stepping into the Brave cage for the first time. You know, they, they, you can just see it in their eyes and how privileged they feel to be fighting for an organization like Brave. You know, and then the fans, you know, they're lining up for hours at end to get into the, to the event centers that you all uh, – are putting these events on. Yeah. It's crazy. I've never seen lines around, you know, blocks. I don't know if you saw that uh, video I did in Columbia. I did. But yep. It, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was amazing. Just, you know, fans down the street, ready to, but I feel it's also the best show on earth because at Brave bring an inner value, like you said, fighters, down the ramps and um, fire going off and the pyrotechnics and the lighting cage right in the sound. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm in there giving warriors the intro that I would want if I were going into battle. Like, how would I like to be? And that's what I do for every single one of these guys. And, um, you know, it all comes together and makes a difference because uh, everybody on our team striving for the same goal and uh you know making global harmony as well it, it really is something special it really is very unique and amazing and blessed to be absolutely it's only going to get bigger only going to get bigger it's only going to get bigger yeah yeah you know they they when they're doing the show we're in front of right now 500 808 households it's crazy and what they've done is also that on to countries that weren't getting shown any love by other major organizations right and i can't mm -hmm. say names but we've gone into those countries and given them the platform and the they deserve to show their war meet yep. with their government officials right and you know? really get the backing of the nation. Uh, and like I said with Brave, it's, it's much more than MMA. It's re they're really changing the world. Absolutely. And, and letting other people, parts of the world, be able to display, like you said, you know, letting other people who wouldn't have an opportunity to get displayed, like, like you were mentioning, to places that exactly. other organizations don't go to. <laughs> right. And it, it's it's amazing, right? When you go there, talk about Rocky stories, right? Oh, absolutely. Of, of guys, you know, uh, just coming from absolute 
slums and poverty and working their way through it and having this dream of mixed market, right? And yep. not having any any food on the table for them or their families and them coming. Yeah. Really, really incredible. You know, brave work places like, you know, the Philippines, Indonesia, yep. Kazakhstan. You know, we're going all over just like you said. Yep. Absolutely. And, and I, I love the, the best term that I love that you use so far was when you said the impact instead of the money, because that's what people don't get. Everybody jumps into these businesses thinking of only the dollar sign. They're only looking at the dollar sign, not realizing that if you uh, the opportunities you make and the, and the connections you make at networking, all that's what's going to benefit you and take care of you in the long haul. Follow your passion, like we say in life. And exactly. I mean, even, even myself starting out years ago, I did, you know, countless shows just to get that experience, yep. just to know that if I was doing that, then word would travel as well. Then mm -hmm. social media came in and, 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 and guys who were like, well, they didn't pay me, so I'm doing it. Like, brother, do you realize today that's worth more than amount of yep. dollars somebody mm -hmm. always likes you somebody will right. always like you yeah and, and especially for young guys starting out today because I, I get asked that a lot you know how do i how do i get started how do i do it and like man if you want you got to be passionate about it and like yep. we talked about you're not doing yep. i mean me me doing at brave and epic and Smash Global, and I do have to give a shout out to Epic, is running some big things down here in San Diego with, uh, to where, you know, getting 2,000 sold out shows for amateurs in San Diego, LA, Arizona, right? They come down from Vegas. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really been a great round for the big league pros, and I do have to get Kim, Harvey Castellano. Harvey, all yep. Guys at Epic, a real, real shout out. They are kids. Absolutely. Not to mention the women fighters, you know, that Manolo Hernandez has going. He's the king of the, you know, they call him the broad father. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> he is the king of the women, uh, you know, warriors in the cage. So, yep. Shout out to those guys. Know, just uh, excited about things, and like I said, I'd be in the stands uh, anyway if I weren't working the. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but you, and, um, but you get the best seat in the house. <laughs> the best seat in the house. You know, it's. Um, I do need to. Uh, I, I do go live more often when doing some of these shows too. Yeah, because I think that would be exciting. Uh, some of these. Crowds like we were just in Jordan. You know the the crowds that, like myself with the microphone. I can't. So yeah, it's really really insane. That's what MMA is all about. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's why I, you get. I love it, love it. And how do you still have a voice? That's a good question. I I. uh 
interesting enough, I don't ever lose my voice. It looks, it sounds like it's getting raspy as the fights go on, but then it all seems uh. to make it back. So, <laughs> uh, I'm, yeah, I'm fired up with that. But, and you know, anybody who knows me uh, knows that I give age. Like after Brave won, Manoa found me in the parking lot in Bahrain on my back. Uh, I just literally, like, I had no more energy. And I know I'm an older guy, too, so combined with that, <laughs> um, in, my, in my 22 surgeries that I've had, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been pretty wild. But, yeah, I, I do. I, I have been called the most and most passionate age announcer out there. And I take those uh, compliments very, uh, very seriously and, and humbly. I truly Absolutely. As you should. As you should. That's awesome. You deserve those. Thank you. Bro. Thank you. It's been, a, it's been an incredible ride that's yeah. only getting better. And we love working with Fight Book, uh, MMA. You guys, Roberto has done an incredible job. Everyone has every day. And I'm just uh, proud to be associated with you guys as well. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks. I, I really appreciate that. You know, it's to me, it's it's more of an honor to be able to to report uh, everything that's going on with Brave, and uh, you know, for me to be able to just text the CEO at any time of the day for him to call, you know, to text me back, just to say how I'm doing. I mean, who does that? You know, what CEO of a huge organization mm -hmm. is going to get on Facebook Messenger and text? some random dude, you know, <laughs> so it, it's, it is. And I love it. I love uh, just texting, you know, you, Lucas, you know, Hari, even though he's not with the organization anymore, but I know he was, you know, a big, huge part of Brave as well. Um, you know, it's just, it's fun. I love it, you know, and, and I love the, what Brave is all about. Um, there's just not another organization of, of, that's doing what Brave is doing, um, you know. So it's it's truly an honor, man, and I, and I love it. Like I said, it's 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 awesome to see the progression from Brave One to Brave Twenty Seven. It's just phenomenal. And then just uh, today, you know, uh, I got a a report saying that uh, you have one, two, three, four, five events coming up for the end of year. You know, yeah. you're going to be going to Bahrain, South Africa, Philippines, India, and Saudi Arabia. And then for Brave 27, it's in Abu Dhabi. Right. I mean. Six events. Uh, and it's crazy. I mean, we got back from Colombia and Brazil, too. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. They're truly, you know, we're truly going global. Uh, really excited about each country that we hit, each know, country, uh, the Philippines, back for the second time. There, mm -hmm. you know, some of the passionate, uh, nice, happy at the event at their, uh, I believe it's C2. And we must have had filled up, you know, on, you know, on way full. It was, it was incredible. So I can only um, yeah. Wow. Sold out yeah, crowd. Every, every country. 
crazy, crazy. Uh, That's awesome. Crazy that is love. Awesome. And, and, you know, because these guys have had my back, you know, the entire time, um, I will always have their back. I'm always grateful to them for what uh, they have provided me. Because, you know, before I won your fight book MMA awards, you know, for best announcer, which I appreciate, 2017, 18, all that, you know, they could have gone with just about anybody in the cage. Yep. And they're, you know, uh, they could have even gone, you know, near their homeland or, you know, a national Arabic. So they had people from all angles saying, hey, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? So them to believe Alex and Manolo recommend me that opportunity. And then for me to take that opportunity, Everything I'm just blessed and thankful. That's awesome. Yeah, you know they've they've uh, they're changing lives. That's what Brave is doing, changing lives, and that is just amazing. It is very. It's just amazing. I love it. So yeah, Carlos from from Brave. Story. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say. Just a quick story with how much I have their back as well, because they've always taken care of me and had mine. I had a called the Widowmaker um, beside my twenty. I had the Widowmaker. I remember. I remember you texting me, telling me, brother, I'm in the hospital. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> it, it was close. Yeah, I was in ICU for days. Apparently, I was meant death. And I, when I got out of IC, I told my tech, I said, because uh, now, well, now you're going to rest. And I said, baby, pack me up. I'm going. And I went and flew Abu Dhabi after four days and I stay out. Of course, didn't tell the doctors. <laughs> I was going to ask that. That was my first question. I was like, damn, the doctors let you? <laughs> I, I love it. If they didn't know, right? They can't. They can't say no if they didn't know. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, uh, you know, I was literally like weekend at Bernie's, coming <laughs> and getting out. And um, it was also His Highness's birthday, so I was like, I'm not missing this. And uh, you know that, but that kind of uh, commitment, I've I've been the only one. Th- Incredibly in the company to make all 26 brave events because I just refuse to miss a show, right? No matter what. No, I'm telling you what, 2019, you're getting the Iron Man Award for that one. (laughs) 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 I'm making Iron Man. Dude, it's more the, 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 the Terminator. <laughs> I don't even do the awards, but we're making you an Iron Man award just for that. That's the best story I ever heard. Four days, didn't tell the doctor, just got on a plane. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And you know what? Um, I just, uh, you know, to mention to my wife, man, she has had to deal with a lot, right, with me today, so yeah, and I love her and appreciate her, especially we have two uh, little ones, being a baby girl uh, that was challenged. We got the challenge that, she and um, so we're you know go 
going through that uh, head on. But you know, a big shout out to my backup down the floor, making it happen. Can't do it alone, you know. No, you yep. can't. No, you can't. Yep, you no, can, you man. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carlos, um, out of the twenty-six events that you've covered, which one makes your top five that you just absolutely were blown away in announcing? You know what? I'd have to hands down when we. Every November, and it's at the IMF World Championships, which is the amateur championship MMA now. And those have always been Vegas. As mm -hmm. the last couple of years, they've been switched. Now the Kingdom of Bahrain have literally six cages or seven cages, and these cages are nonstop. IMF competitors. Now we have, you know, I think, like a thousand competitors. It's amazing that at the end of that, a brave show. So not only have you know, incredible brave show, but you've got all amateur competitors, best of. Then you have incredible coaches like John Cavanaugh. Ireland, you know, uh, just straight out legend, air support. And this last one, Brave had Lenny Hart. She is awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. It was so much fun. So she, the fighters, as they come down the ramp, and then I'd introduce the fighters in the cage. Oh, man. Like, That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, working with her. Uh, was really, really special, and we tore it up together. We had a lot, a lot of fun. It was two totally different styles, and two, uh, you know, just just were in sync together. And then in Bahrain, they do you know all this, uh, a lot of uh, you know, like ceremonial dances and mm -hmm. music, and it's a full, amazing production again for. The Kingdom of Bahrain, so worldwide, they're the epicenter now for combat sports. And as well, Kingdom of Bahrain, Bahrain's MMA, now number amateur in like four years. So, wow. Yeah, it's just crazy what they've done. You know? And uh, and again, it's all back to His Highness, who said, you know, we're going to do this. We don't care what the the haters are gonna say. Making money and all that stuff. world. So that the Kingdom of Bahrain that November fifth. So, mm -hmm. so uh, I'll do some reports for you guys from from Bahrain if uh, grab me root that and grab some of that show and uh, right on on Fightbook. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be dope. That, that'd be freaking awesome. Do you ever think that Brave will do a, a, an event here in the States? I do. I definitely do. It's going to uh, get the other countries worked out. 
get everything met. I mean, we're not going to just go. Uh, we're going to look make a show. A lasting thing. You know, Absolutely. we could have done yeah, we could have done one show many, many times. Uh -huh. It's it's got to be the right venue, you know, the right location, uh -huh. and the right uh, place for his highness to come, because it's going to be a, getting the right there and all of that. That's awesome. I, I would always think that you know to get the celebrities, California. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Vegas uh, or New York. I mean, those are just, yeah, those are the three huge cities that are just, you know, filled with a lot of MMA fans and filled with celebrities. So, yeah. you know, they got, they have, they, they have their, their pick on where they could do their shows here in the States. And they get this mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, definitely get the support community. I, I, I have that dream of one day, you know, doing a grave in Madison Square Garden in New York, right? So, New York is, uh, would be a definite pick for me, as well as California. I think we should do a big one. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, really show uh, to what kind of show we can Absolutely. And Absolutely. we will not miss a show. We will be there. Cage side covering that event. I tell you what, you, you, hit those, <laughs> you, you, you all bring those to the states. Me and Berto will fly out everywhere to come hit those. I love it. I love it. We'll do that. It's a guarantee. Whenever you guys are there, you guys are cage side. And when you're not there, you're there through me, uh, always in the rest of the yep. team. So you're always cage side. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much, man. Well, Carlos, thank you so much, man. I, I really do appreciate that you uh, were able to get on the show. Um, it's It's been a long time coming. I know schedules have always been kind of crazy to get you on, um, but I'm really glad that we finally were able to get to and talk to you and, uh, you know, tell us your story on, on Brave. And um, I'm just really excited on what the future holds for Brave. Um, so thank you so much. Arlo, do you got any last things to take uh, to tell uh, Carlos? Nope, I don't give him the Iron Man Award. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> you, Rudy? You know what, guys? It's been an absolute pleasure. Anytime you want, I'm always available for you, no matter where I am in the world. Yeah, Spitebook MMA is true. The lead, I feel out the best unbiased news and uh, you guys are doing an incredible job thank you thank you I appreciate that Carlos you got anything Rudy yeah I just want to say thanks for everything you do uh, we really appreciate uh, all the support and we'll continue to support Brave uh, I love the, the message you guys uh, send and everything your organization's about so keep up the great work man I appreciate, it. I appreciate it, and and we're just getting. You know, we've done this. Exciting to see. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So, um, to end our, do you have uh, anybody you want to shout out? Anybody you want to thank? 
uh, go for it. The floor is yours. So I, I wanted to give a shout out. To, uh, that said, I want to epic writing. Smash Globe. Costco. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to give it really all those that have helped throughout my career. I always and my whole been for fighters. That's what I've always about about them. Nothing. So it's all about the fighters them and giving them the experience. Lastly, I'd like to thank Mike giving me flexibility to and uh, and Macaulay share the home. I, that's a uh, thank you. To awesome. Well, thank you so much, Carlos. Uh, we will definitely get you back on the show. Um, say hi to your wife and to the kids, and uh, we will catch you on the next one. I will. My London's here, and he's high as well. Uh, what's up, brother? <laughs> Good. What do you think of your dad uh, uh, traveling the world? <laughs> right on. All right, Carlos. Uh, yeah. We'll catch you next time. All right. We love you guys. Thank you very love much. Love you too, man. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care. Bye bye. Dude, he was a really cool dude, man. Right? He was a really cool dude. I like I like the shit out of that dude, man. He was, he was, a, he was a real guy, man. Yeah, man. Guy, man. Tough as fucking nails, I'll tell you that. If you had a heart attack and then fucking jump on a plane to Dubai or wherever he went to and uh, Abu Dhabi or wherever, I mean, that's, yeah. dude, you're tough as nails. I don't care who you are. Yeah, when he when he texted me, um, he said, "Brother, I'm at the hospital," and I was like, "Oh my god." And when he told me what happened, I was like, I remember that's that just, day. Yeah, yeah, that's, yep. I was like, man, that's just insane, you know? And then when he says, guess where I'm at? I'm like, where? I'm at the airport. I'm headed to Abu Dhabi to cover Brave. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Does your doctor know that you're stepping onto a plane and flying across the world to go and scream the top of your lungs. Four days. <laughs> not even a week. Not even a, not even a work week. Four no. Days. And I was like, did you get clearance? He's like, they don't know, and they're not going to know. <laughs> I cleared myself. <laughs> I woke up. I said, I feel good enough. I feel good. I think I can make it. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is tough as nails. I don't care who you are, man. That's 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 unreal. And I'm telling you, we're making that an award this year, Iron Man Award. We're giving it to him. You're good. That's. Good. I will get it. I will get it, and I will make it for him. 
<laughs> he will definitely love that. <laughs> I was just like, damn, like, I, I, I can't believe it. I mean, that's stuff you, you make up, you know? I, mm-hmm. No one does that real life. <laughs> Dude, he was like, he even told me, he's like, if I didn't make it to the hospital at the time that I did, he's like, I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. I wouldn't be on this airplane. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's just wild, man. I like him though, man. He seemed like a really good dude, man. He seemed like yeah. a really good guy. I, I, but I, I enjoy all our guests, man. We've had some really, really stand up people for everyone that we've had through here, man. We've been yeah. real lucky. We've been we've been really blessed with this show, man. The just the the quality of people we've got through the great people. Yeah, he seemed like an awesome dude. Seemed like an awesome dude, man. I like him. I yep. like him. Uh, yeah, he's he's always been a huge um, fight book MMA fan. I mean, as you can tell. Yeah. So yeah. you know, that's just uh, it's just awesome, man. Especially you know how he says that Brave loves fight book. Um, yep. I mean, that just tells you something. You know what I mean? We're doing no, something right. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know what, but we're just doing it. <laughs> I mean, you know, for one championship to partner with us, I mean, out of nowhere, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> doing something right. Maybe they like hearing us talk too. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> but maybe they like hearing all our antics every every, every Thursday night now. People like. It. <laughs> oh shit! Well, well um, let's do a quick uh, prediction for the main and coming on this Saturday. Uh, okay. Mark Matson. Versus Danilo. I really uh, don't know much of these dudes, but um, I'm going to go with... versus Alves, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's something uh, else. It's not... uh, did they change it? Yeah. Yeah, it's Gunnar Nelson versus Tiago Alves as the uh, co-main and Hermanson versus Cannoneer. Now, I will oh, say... Okay, Gunner so they don't, not... have that, they don't have it updated on the UFC uh, fight card. I'm going. Uh, I'm going Gunner. I think he's a better grappler. I think he's better on the ground. I think he's going to put him in. I think he's not going to win decision. I think Gunner's going to submit him in a second. And he's taking on Gilbert Burns. Rudy. Rudy, you didn't. You didn't hear me. Sorry, Rudy? the co-main is Madsen versus uh, Belluardo. And uh, the fight before that is Nelson versus Gilbert Burns. Okay, see, that's, that's what I weird. thought. That okay, makes sense. Okay, I was like, man, am I seeing something yeah, here wrong? Uh, Did they not update it? I think Alves uh, couldn't fight, so they found a last-minute replacement with Burns. Ah, okay. And they moved that one down. Yeah. Yeah. Well, either yeah. way, Gunner's gonna win. I mean. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Rudy. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm going Gunner. Submission, second round. Yeah. What about uh, the main event, Jack versus Jared? Oh. I mean, because Jared, he, he, his last, uh, who did he fight last? Was it against uh, Anderson Spider? I think so. Um, didn't he hurt his knee or something like that? He injured something on his leg. I don't know if it was his knee or his foot. I think it was his knee. Knee was his knee. I can't um, remember. I know he got. I know yeah. he got something to, one of, to his lower extremity. But Jack, he's he's a monster, man. 
Um, so is Jared. So it, it's just two middleweights that are just very powerful. Um, Tough I don't. I just. I don't know who to pick. I really don't. Imagine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go split decision, Jared. Okay. I, I don't you see really? Hermanson knockout second round. Okay. Hermanson. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I, I think it's going to go split decision. I think it's going to be two dudes just beating the shit out of each other for uh, five rounds. I think that's, that's what I think is going to happen. I, I, don't, right. I, don't, I don't think either one of them is going to, it's going to be a back and forth battle. It's going to be one of those toss ups. Either one could have won it, but I'm going to say Jared, split decision. Okay, well, I'm gonna go with you on that one then. <laughs> uh, now, one more before we're done. We got the Spence Porter also. Yeah, I was just gonna mention that uh, we both said what Porter was gonna win. Yeah, I'm going with Porter, man, because like I said, yeah. I just caught that my ESPN app blew up today and was talking about how uh, Errol Spence is already talking about fighting Pacquiao, and I'm like, get out of here with about, that, man. I'm like, you do realize Sean Porter is the WBC champion. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you do realize Manny Pacquiao's not. Uh, Crawford's not. Terrence Crawford isn't. You're fighting the WBC champion, man. You you better you better be ready and not be thinking about your next fight. That's how people get knocked out. And, and, and on top of it, Errol Spence hasn't really beat anybody. He's that guy. This is, his, this is either his come out fight or the fight that's going to say he was a little overhyped. Mm-hmm. He hasn't. He hasn't just knocked out any big names. He hasn't. He hasn't even really fought any over the top big names. So to come out and disrespect someone like Sean Porter, who uh, who's, beat, who's beat people like uh, you know Thurman and uh, I think he beat Thurman or Thur- no, I think he beat Thurman. But either so. way, either way, he's the WBC champion. You don't you don't take that dude lightly. You know, I, so I think I think Porter's uh, relentless offense because he really likes to get in there and bang. I, I think that's just gonna overwhelm uh, Spence, and for the most part, I don't see it to. I don't see it to. I don't see him to knock. I would like to see him knock Spence out. I don't think Spence. I think in the early rounds, I think Spence isn't gonna go in. Spence is gonna go in there and get something he don't like and not put himself out there to get beat. So yeah. I see. Uh, I, I see within the first nine rounds, I see uh, Porter win seven out of the first nine. Yeah. And, and then probably lose out of the last four rounds, probably probably lose probably lose three out of the last four. So I, out, of the, out of those last nine rounds uh, or three rounds, I see him to lose uh, one out of two. So at the last three rounds, so that, that's where I see him. I see him to win the fight eight rounds to – Eight rounds to four, ultimately. Yep, that's that's what I think is going to happen. Uh, and but everybody's going to remember the last round, ten, eleven, and twelve, when Spence is uh, trying to fight out of desperation and Porter's <laughs> a little gas. They're gonna they're gonna make the big argument for that. So I, I, I see, uh, and I and I and sadly I see it to go split decision. Really? I see it to go. Yeah, I, I see it to go. I, I see Porter to win a decision, but because, like I said, I think I think uh, Spence is going to win the last out of the last nine, ten, eleven, twelve out of the last four rounds. He's going to win three out of the last four, but lose the fight eight to four. Okay. So that's that's what I see it. That's what I see it to lose, and that's where everybody's going to make the argument. Oh well, he beat. No, he didn't. 
No, he didn't. Porter beat the piss out of him for eight rounds and then gassed out and just coasted and won the fight. That's what I see to happen. I think it'll be a good fight. I think it'll be a solid fight for boxing. Uh, yeah. Because there'll be two young guys both in there trying to make a statement. But I think once Spence gets hit with something solid, that's going to tell us the real story. If Spence decides to sit there and bang with him, he ain't going to make it. Mm-mm. He, he He's going to get won't. knocked out. Yeah. If, 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 if Spence gets ballsy, he'll get knocked out. But if not, he, he, he loses a split decision. Okay. That's, that's, that's my take. What do you well, think? He's Rudy? not gonna. I I don't think Porter's gonna lose. <laughs> no, I don't either. I don't, I don't like you said. I don't think Porter's gonna lose. And Spence needs to worry about this fight and not worry about calling out Pacquiao or yeah, whoever it is that he's calling out. <clears throat> he needs to worry about that fight that's in front of him. And if he wins, it by won. miracle, you, if he you, wins. Yeah, you- if you win, you proved your point, dog. You proved your yeah. point. You, you, you up there. You up there. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I guess that's it, man. Um, I think we covered all our bases for the weekend. Um, I can't wait for me to cover uh, Saturday night, the yeah. Southwest MMA series, and then uh, our boy David out in Clovis, and then our other guy out in Dublin. So, we got some banging uh, uh, articles that are going to be coming out this weekend um, from uh, the Fight Book MMA team. Um, so next week uh, we have Alan Cruz. Um, he's a badass also. Um, he'll be uh, joining us next uh, Thursday. He uh, lives and trains out here in Albuquerque. Um I know you're you're not going to be no. with us because you're going to be covering a three day event. Yeah, I'll be covering a three day event, but it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But I will be going to Tulsa International Airport to pick up former WBC champion Riddick Big Daddy Bo from the airport. You lucky bastard! <laughs> I know, dude. I'm like, I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to act like I'm somebody, I guess. You know? <laughs> just fake it till I make it. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's so, awesome. So, so I won't be here next week. Y'all have a fill-in co-host. I yep. felt I felt I felt pretty privileged last week because uh, it took two co-hosts to fill, to make up for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. Uh, but you know, there, there's one thing I wanted to touch base on also, real quick before we get done. Yes, I sir. fucking hate the BMF title, dude. I hate it. It fucking sounds cliched. It sounds like something WWE made up. The last part I'm going to say is that's why we have a world champion because that's the baddest motherfucker, not just random dudes you say are the baddest because they're tough as fuck. (laughs) Don't talk about that shit. (laughs) Yeah, man. I'm not all for that. I just I seen you all talking about it. I was so mad. I was laying in bed dying. And I was like, no, they're talking about what I wanted to. Oh, well, I'll just die. (laughs) Well, you had the zombie zombie flu. Dude, I thought I had that or Ebola, one or the other. I was like, (laughs) I'm going to die here. Just tell everybody I went out like a man. (laughs) But, yeah, so so for the record, I fucking hate it. It sounds like a WWE cliche. I hope they really didn't make a belt of it because that's going to be even more lame. They did. It was $50,000, and they're going to have The Rock present it. 
that's even more retarded. Of course, the Rock's going to be there. Of course, I mean, it's WWE. WWE is going to come present that shit. I am boycotting the UFC. No more talking about the UFC. We're going to talk about Brave, one championship, and our local events, and that's it. UFC, go fuck yourself with your bullshit (laughs) titles, having Rock, the Rock. What's he going to do? Act like he's tough and get in there? God, I have done Done, man. Finished. Finished. I can't handle this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so man. we're going to go a different direction on sitting ringside now. <laughs> it's all brave. One championship. Done. Boxing. Boxing. <laughs> That's it. No more, no more UFC. No more no. UFC. No. After this bullshit, bad motherfucker. <laughs> that just... That sounds like something they would have at my local bar, Dwayne's Place. <laughs> and that's just a trashy bar here in my little hometown. I mean, it sounds like something they would have there. At five. That, who's that? That's the baddest motherfucker right there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even sound like you're that bad. It sounds like you're just saying you are. I'm done. I'm going to keep ranting about this all night. Rudy's got to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> He's falling asleep on over there. Yeah. <laughs> Holding his little chihuahua. Yeah. <laughs> saying that little dog saying your kiddo Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right, man. Let's wrap this show up. All right. So I'm gonna give a shout out to everybody that's listening, that's watching. Thank you so much for the support. Head out to ww.bybookmma.com to get all your combat sports news. Uh, we're doing some great stuff. Uh, we got some awesome writers. The team is just killing it on the website. And everybody that's supporting, thank you so much. Shout out to One Championship. Uh, they're going to be having an awesome, awesome card. Um, One Century. Um, it's going to be in a couple of weeks, I believe, or in October. Um, so, yeah, so watch out for that card. And uh, we are Grand Hemp. Thanks for uh, the support as well, for sponsoring the show. And we will uh, see you guys uh, next time. And Arlo, close out the show, brother. Hey, remember, when you want the best seat in the house, there's only one place to be. That's beside me and Berto sitting ringside, baby. Until next week, we're out.